What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Sour Takes Podcast. This is episode, episode 14? 14, yep. 14. You made 14. I know, it's been two a while. Two weeks of videos. Technically, yeah. That's sad. If you, like, if you really think about it, two weeks of... Only that's two weeks? A minimum of two weeks of consistency. I'd say that's a good thing. I mean, we haven't been consistent, but like if... We've been consistent enough. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You don't want this. But uh, we're back here Please. with my hostess, the Moses. We got Ernie here. Hi, guys. You got and Nike. You know, the regular Nike... Nike, Being come a on. nuisance. Come. I swear, I love dogs. <laughs> he just waits for us to record to start messing with me. <laughs> and this is a special episode. A couple episodes back, we had uh, Eric. That was the first guest we had together. And now we have another guest. If you can't tell, he kind of looks like me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so this guest we have here today is, is the man who gave me life. It's the, uh, the man that birthed me. What? <laughs> it is my dad. Clap it up. Yeah, what's dad. going on? What's going on? Peace, 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 peace. Love, peace, and hair grease. What's going on, baby? Yeah. Everything good? Shawnee B. Shawnee B in the That's building. That's good. How's nice, Queens nice, in effect? Nice, nice. Hopefully, people enjoy this episode because I know mm-hmm. a lot of. If, if you know me, you know my dad. Yeah. And, well, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Hey, but. take it as you will. <laughs> <laughs> But how y'all doing today? How's y'all week been? You good? Yeah, right. Is that drink a little too strong? A little bit. <laughs> you got like a sour face. Sour yeah. cakes. <laughs> Sometimes he's sweet. But how's y'all week been? Good, good, good. Working, working. You just know. keeping busy at work? That's it. Just cooking up a storm. Trying to make things happen. How about you, Randy? Sounds about right. Yeah. You cook too? <laughs> <laughs> I do what I do, man. Get your own information, dude. Stop <laughs> copying me. I know. No, not much has changed. I had my daughter this weekend. That was pretty cool. You do anything special? Yeah. No. I'm broke. You can but make, you can make we, fun activities. We went over broke. the yeah. alphabets. Go to the dollar store, walk around. <laughs> <laughs> we went over the alphabets and then we played outside for a little bit. That's it was kind of nice this weekend. And then I made her some pancakes. Nice. And then she called me old and I was like, Relax. You understand how young I was when I had you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, man. Like, does she draw? Does she do art? Hmm? No, nah, if she does, she's not good at it. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I mean, she's going to be five. Oh, you don't know how to pick up a pencil, huh? <laughs> she is a lefty, though. That's pretty That's, neat. That means she's an artist. Yeah, I lefty. hope so, because yeah. I can't draw for shit. Well, <laughs> you can. I can't. You drew the logo for Sour Takes. Okay, I'll take credit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But yeah, man, I'm I'm hoping she's talented at something, and if not, we'll find out what it is. But yeah, she's cool. She's a character, man. That's great. I haven't seen her in like a year. I know, in more than a year. I feel mm-hmm. like it's last been... time you I seen her. You brought her here. How yeah. old is she? She's gonna be five in April. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting old. She was alright. Time goes fast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's having. Oh, you wouldn't know this, but like having a kid really. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry I don't have a kid, bro. <laughs> no, My but man. like having a kid makes you realize like how fast time flies sometimes. Like, bro, I swear it was like last year she was two years old, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yep. Do you remember when I was five, Dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> it's like I have little fragments in my mind, you know, like Rolodexes. If anybody doesn't know what a Rolodex is, that was a thing for information with cards and paper and writing, but never mind. But anyway, yeah, I remember You might that. be too young to even know what that is. Yeah. You reckon <laughs> playing? Y'all know. It was a phone book, basically. <laughs> Boom. Personalized contact list, boy. And now they're using this toilet paper. That's, just, that's true. True story. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah my week was great. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> I was just oh, yeah. gonna ask. Every podcast, nobody ever asked. I was me just gonna ask. Um, what it's, it's okay. I'm I'm living. I'm alive. Mm. We're alive. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, that's about it. The I man guess. keeping you down. The man keeping you down, son. Uh. The only person I look up to huh. and keeping me up is God. Right? You know what I'm saying? Shit. I guess I don't know how that works. <laughs> I'm scared of God in my own shadow. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Amen. Come on now. Oh, don't ask no questions. Woo. <laughs> oh, All right. So if you couldn't tell already, the show is jazzed up. Yeah. Right? We're feeling nice. Jazz hands. This is probably one of the first. Did we ever have a drink while recording the pot before? Maybe like nah, but we had some banging ass food. Facts. Mm. And I still feel bad no, for I everybody that listened. Barbecue. <gasps> I wanted you to come, but you had your daughter. That shit was fire. Sorry, dog. Uh, we just kept having mad meat. Hey yo. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> it was all you can eat too. <laughs> all you can eat meat, bro. <laughs> all you can eat meat, bro. <laughs> the no, roast, the roast beef had stubbles on it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a little veiny, but it's still, still good. <laughs> it popped right in your lip. <laughs> Now the lady oh that was cooking, so this Korean barbecue they like cook for you. Mm-hmm. They cook the food in front of you instead of you cooking it. Wow, which is cool. So I guess the lady we had like she just started working there, so we had a. This is the first time I ever had a what's it called soju so soju soju. So we had like a peach soju that she suggested. Really mm. good. So me and Eric was like, "You want a shot?" She's like, "I do, but I just started working here. I can't drink." Wow, that's cool though. Did she take a shot though. Nah. How do they cook the food? Is it good? Yeah, it was good. Wow. We had like. Beef brisket, like there's a it's, bunch of it's like, sliced thin. Yeah. Oh, that's thin. awesome. That's and awesome. then they gave us like sauces. So they gave us a peanut sauce, some barbecue, and then they gave us just salt. So like you could dip it. Ooh. In the sauces, you could put because it's, it's not really don't really have salt on it, so you could like dabble it in the salt. Yeah, salt's a flavor, not a seasoning. You know what I'm saying? Depends on who you ask. Exactly. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What? <laughs> Never mind. Continue. The white teas, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Only some people just use salt as a seasoning only. Yeah. That, was a, that was a joke. Oh. Don't do yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it, was, it was pretty good. It was really yeah. good. It was funny because um, we had to wait for our table to be done. Mm. So we're like, all right, let's go get a drink. So we went to like some Mexican restaurant, got a frozen margarita. Nice. By the time the guy gave us a frozen margarita, our table was done. Oof. And we had to be there in 10 minutes. So we just chugged the frozen margarita. Wow. <laughs> no brain freeze? I'm good. <laughs> Eric was over there like, <laughs> my son was on a fourth dimension. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Korean barbecue is fire. That was my second time having it though. Mm. Where was it? It was a uh, LIC area. LIC, like Astoria Flushing? Yeah. Yeah, no, Flushing's got a lot of good spots. There's honestly. so many crazy spots out there. It's, it's like, it's like low man. Like you gotta find these yeah. low spots. Yeah. And on Flushing Main Street, they got like the, it's basically like a market. Yeah. And they have like a bunch of like spots in there as well, which is pretty cool. They have places where you go downstairs, it's a restaurant, and below that is another restaurant. Things you won't see on Google. These things you have to know by people, you know, because it's only select few that can go there. I don't know why this shirt feels tight and I keep pulling it. It's because you just Aki, bro. Word. Yeah, shoulders up in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? What were you going to say? Did you um, snap over there? I, I snapped once. Relax. <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, there's um, this place in Brooklyn, Industry City, uh, where mm. you did the uh, Visions EP show. Like around there, there's they like a market too, right? Yeah, and it's really good. They have like a lot of good on, food uh, there. Um, in Soho. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Chelsea Meat Market. I went uh, there before too. Hey, yo. But yeah, no, it's like <laughs> a lot of good spots out there. And there's another spot in Jersey that we should go to. I wonder if those places are real restaurants or just pop ups, 
where just uh, they're like, let's do a thing for the day with a menu and that's it, and everybody go home and that'd be cool if it was. You know what I want to do this year? I want to do a smorgasbord where all like the van, the trucks, the food that's trucks cool. come yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like, great. Different foods from everywhere. Oh yeah, we could try that one day. Thanks. I'll prepare my stuff. That's in August, I think. Is it? It's no. usually like in the summertime, springtime, right? Summertime. August is, I think, the San Gennaro feast. Mm. Uh, but uh, we didn't do this last time early enough. But Dad, what are what do you do? What is like oh, yeah. your hobbies? Who who are you? Wow. For the audience. If I knew who I was, I'd be somebody different. <laughs> I don't, you want to talk about it? Okay? I'm all right. <laughs> I don't turn this into a therapy session. Cut. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I just, I live every day as I live every day. You can't just say you're a chef. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was getting to it. Once upon a street, I was walking on the street and the, um, yeah, I, I cook. I'm a chef. I like to uh, create new meals. I like to see smiles on people's faces. I like to to understand what I'm working with, uh, whether it be vegetable, uh, beef, pork. Become friends with it. Love it. Make it something good. Share it with the world. You just love and be friends with the meat. I, <laughs> I did say pork, so... <laughs> No, but if you can't, if, if you don't get it, but my, my dad is my creative side of me. That's where I got all my creativeness. If you and he me, is the creative like side of me. So Aww. we are the yin and yang of each other's lives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I wish I had uh, my dad. <laughs> I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> what? Will you start hurting? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I wish I had a dad. It's cool, man. It's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Comes up for me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> mine was good. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about others, but so besides for being a chef, what 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 are some other hobbies that you like enjoy doing in your free time? Well, now see, hobbies change um, to whatever I'm into. I, it's like I don't like if I I, I saw so, but there was times when I did that by itself. But it's not even a, I don't consider a hobby anymore because I don't do it as much as I used to. Because a hobby is something you do when you're like getting like possessed by it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you don't want the possession to go away. Yeah. So you just have to just let it be. You know, whatever that that makes any sense. But um, it's lots of things I like to do. I like to cook. If I need to sew, I have a sewing machine. Uh, my son brought me one. My mother and sister used to sew, so I used to watch them do it. So it makes it easy for me. To, you know. Make holes or not make holes in things I have, or just create what I want to create. You know, it's always great to be creative, hang around creative people, because you'll learn something. It's not like you're gonna sit there like the teachers with a with a marker writing on the board. You're gonna just feel their energy and what they bring to the table and how they make you want to be, and they just build you, something like that. I feel that. Yeah, that's very inspirational. <laughs> yeah. The licks are in the system. <laughs> Sativa. <laughs> <laughs> now, but for a lot who know me, like I, I create music, and uh, a lot of times people do ask me like why I started making music or who like pushed me to do music. I did music because my dad did music, and then he kind of wanted me to do it. So we were just like, he'll write me rhymes, and I would just keep learning them and learning them. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I didn't want you to do it. I just wanted you to feel the rhythm. That's all. Because I remember when you were young, we used to go to the train station, the J train, and wait mm-hmm. for it. And 
I would say, James, listen to the beat of the train. And he would listen to that. I said, that's a beat right there. You know, and you could do whatever you want with it. You know, it's like when I did math or, you know, did homework. I was going to tell you, like, a yeah. lot of people, when they ask me, I say, I used to learn multiplication through rhymes. That's right. And a lot of people, like, find that interesting. Yeah. That's like, how I used cool. to catch on to it really quickly. It must have made education fun. It has to be fun mm -hmm. in order for it to to seep into the mind. You want it to stain the brain, yeah. you know? It's definitely dope, you know? It's 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 a great thing to do. Because somebody you, wants to learn... Yeah. father-son connection there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm basking in the, in the sideline. No, but the thing I think for it. anybody out there who have children or they want to... Uh, or somebody that has children, you want to be in a relationship with somebody, you know, be able to come to the table with, uh, with education and make it fun. You know, make the kid laugh. I mean, you know, draw a mountain before you, and just have a person fall off the mountain, hit the ground, say, here's an A, flipped into an A. Mm -hmm. You know, just do things like that. And they go, they look at you in amazement like you're some sort of magician, but it's education is the key. Just have them love it, learn it. Before we go into like, like deep conversations and finding your input on something, I have a question that just randomly came up now because... I guess both of you guys were in that type of situation just at different times in your life. How do you guys view uh, co-parenting? First of all, what does that mean? <laughs> that you're not with the that you're not with the the mother of your child. Oh, and like because y'all both y'all both are like in that situation, so, and there's like different times. So that's why I wonder like if your if your viewpoints match each other. Or they... I'll, I'll let you go first. Oh, you know we're always family. They were always family. Mm -hmm. um, our fuse is lit. We taught, we conquered, we became, we came to our time, and then we just said, okay, it's, mm -hmm. we everybody's straight. Yeah. We still keep the love, you know? It doesn't mean na 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 na. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Love is always going to be there. You know, I'll pull you back if a train's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you have the shrugs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. why not? Love is love. Sometimes if you got problems, you got to go through it because... When you sit on the edge of the bed and you know what you did for you know if you can make your life better, but sometimes you know what you did, some things you did wrong. And you're like, no, I did not do anything bad. Mm -hmm. But then other people do things, because maybe it's because of you, or maybe they're just idiots. And I mean, but not just anybody in general. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not you, mom. <laughs> not to name names. <laughs> not you. Okay. Yeah, I was all alone. Well, how about yeah, you, Randy? Yeah, definitely. No, that was pretty on par. I mean. It, to basically say what he said, uh, you know, at one point I did love her. You know, the love is still there because she is the mother of my child. But we keep it respectful because we understand the whole situation. But we'll say this. It was rough at first. Mm. It was pretty bad at first because it was like, oh, when am I going to get her? When am I going to see my daughter? Oh, when can I see my daughter, really, since I'm always working? Yeah. So then it was just like I had to find a job that would work with my schedule for co-parenting and it was annoying but i'd do it for her i'd do anything for that little girl mm. it's my angel you're about to cry relax we are not gonna cry on another podcast okay <laughs> we could get there last time didn't have it on recording so it didn't happen but you, you know, didn't see you, it it didn't you, happen when you think about your child you i could cry and think of james as he was three years old you know it's like you'll cry yeah, you'll exactly make, your mind will bring them back exactly oh my god you can cry anywhere you yeah, wouldn't know when, about like, that Nike was like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> i can remember like he couldn't walk properly but that's great because you forget how to cry and then you feel like oh shit that's what's happening like. yeah man sometimes i look at her and i'm like my oh my dad god cry once in my life uh, we was at once church yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on new year's i look over my dad's like, 
He go. He kept. I was trying to be strong, but he kept saying good stuff from the scripture. <laughs> I was like, He's talking to me. I was like, no, this guy. Now you cry. No, no, I'm not. It's holy water. And I had a polyester. I had a polyester jacket on, so it wasn't soaking up the tears. It's just bouncing off. It was just white. Tears just sliding off of his arm. Hurt up. Oh god. Oh god. My pocket. Mm. <laughs> I've been asking people this question all week, and I guess I want to see you guys' viewpoint. If you were to get a hundred k right now, what would be like your first couple of moves? I've been asking people this all week. It's just it's been random, like something that's been in my head, and I was just wondering. hundred k for free. Like you just been given a hundred k. What would be your first couple of moves? Well, firstly, pay off my debt. Facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with that, I'll just. Probably donate the half of whatever's left. <laughs> I, hold on. No, 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 no. I always say... No, no, no. Dig deep in hold the garbage on. Check this <laughs> out. I always say this. If I'm ever given like a large portion of money for no reason, like just free money, I'm always going to donate half of it. 25% goes to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. 25% goes to Make-A-Wish Foundation. And then the rest goes to me. I barely give them a quarter with it. <laughs> That's but St. Jude's, yeah. But I would love to give... Like, man, that's... Yeah, I give definitely I'd give some money to St. Jude's. Always I mean, it. I don't need all that money. I just need to clear my debt. So the rest I'll just donate. Would you want to round up for a kid in need? Nah. <laughs> I always I do that, man. I, I always round up, man. 16 cents. What the hell? Not because, like, ideally for myself, right? I don't have much debt, but I will pay off the debt that I have and then... I would want that money to multiply. I wouldn't want to just spend that money and not have any more. Yeah. So something I would like literally look forward to the next thing is like buying a property that I can then like yeah that mm-hmm. makes rent sense. off. So the money can just keep multiplying. Yeah. Right. I don't want to get a hundred k and then lose a hundred k. Right. Because I always wonder like people who win like reality shows or certain shows they get a hundred k. Yeah. It's like what do you do to like maintain that money to keep that money growing? Because you're not yeah. gonna get the hundred k and spend it all and then have nothing at the end. No, of course not. You want to keep building that hundred k so. Something like for myself, I would probably like buy some sort of property, so the money can keep growing, keep going, keep going. Mm, Investments. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Or just leave it in the bank with your money, just grow in the bank. Probably not a lot, but a hundred thousand, I'm pretty sure. I haven't. I I don't know what type of bank accounts do that. I know mine don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually like regular savings bank accounts, you know, because up to a hundred thousand dollars, you're safe, you know, before the government starts to take. Well, they can't. um, Is it two hundred thousand? That you can have in the bank and uh, they won't start taxing you on the money. Okay. It's only a certain amount of money you're supposed to have in the bank. I've never seen that much money anyway, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've probably been through <laughs> that much money. Probably. <laughs> Yo, if you can have a counter for as much mo- for like how much money you've had in your possession like over your lifetime. Uh, like, I'm probably nearing at least like I'm probably nearing a hundred k like lifetime total. Actually, probably more than that. Because I've been working for like nine years now. Mm. So I want to say I'm probably close to like maybe 300000 in like total life earnings. That's crazy. Yo, I hate to get morbid, but do you think we get like end game stats? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool though? It's like you have your epiphany. Girls, have yeah, right. Like the last second of your life is just a quick scroll down of all your fucking stats. That'd be dope. That would be. But like, talking about like saving money when I was younger, one thing again my dad had me do, I had like a notepad and like every time I lend somebody a dollar, I would write it in the notepad mm-hmm. and I would put it like in a sock. That's on handing out IOUs. So <laughs> yeah, I could keep track of my money. And exactly. That's what I used to do when I was younger all the time. Hey man, I, I was horrible with money. I had never had much to begin with, but 
I'd always spend whatever I got. All my money that I used to do that with was allowance. Yeah, no. Nah, I was shit with money. I still am. Uh, Sir? The relationship with money is different for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you're best friends, sometimes you're not. <laughs> and some people, like, they take it to, like, heart because, like, if you don't have money, then you get depressed about not having money and then it's kind of like, damn, like, yeah. it's not where I want to be in life. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, though. I've been telling myself and everybody that talks to me, money ain't everything, man. Sure so at the end of the day, you can't take it with you. But it definitely does help to make a life better. I mean, yeah, it does, but it's a contradiction I don't in care terms. That you I know, don't it's money. like well, money don't buy happiness, but like sometimes yeah, it does. Sure. Like if you if you have financial freedom, that's happiness for you. It yeah. Is, yeah, I think sometimes depending on what people use their money for, what happiness is and what they know it's not. <laughs> like I'm not gonna do ecstasy every day of my life, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care about money, you know. But yeah, no, as long as I make enough to get me by, I'll be fine. Yeah, because like, I just want to not have to worry about like, I don't want to have to live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. That's something like you wouldn't want. Like you want to be able to be free. You want to be financially free. You just want to be comfortable. Right. Yeah, you just want to be comfortable. Like I see a lot of like creative directors and stuff and they like, they get to buy certain cars they want and like they're not balling, but they get to just be comfortable. That would be nice. I, I want to just be comfortable. Like I don't have to stress. I don't have to be at a job you don't want to be at. You know. I think that's kind of the glory of it, though. Like I don't know, working entry level jobs for me is ideal because it's just like I have an everyday experience that I could never experience anywhere else. But you can have an everyday experience with a job that you no, truly like and lo- like you love. I get funny experiences. Like I get dumbasses in there every single day. But imagine mm. your life was just to take photos all day. And you come into experiences with people, different people on the street and things like that. Dumbasses. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But um, before I keep continuing, I know you had a bunch of things you wanted like to talk or wanted to ask and things like that. You should put some more juice in your drink. No, it's okay. <laughs> Over here with the... <laughs> I'm so, so good, bro. <laughs> okay. Where that pen at, bro? No, no, no. Not on pod. Not on pod. Cut that out. Um, so, home. I was given a little inside scoop on your life a little bit. So I, I know Is that, that a good you, thing or a bad thing? you did music. Yeah. What kind of music? Oh, man. I started out <clears throat> doing R&B in the hallways of high school. Even um, before that, no. Yeah, you can't go. You can't oh, okay, okay. Back in the day, 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 yeah, day, day. Continue. All right, back in the day, um, I'm from Hollis, Queens, the home of Run DMC, uh, LL Cool J. You know, um, I used to I used to rhyme with my 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 homeboy, rest in peace, Dwayne Jones, Cool D, and we were the Cool Out Crew. Uh, we went to KGB, which was Cool Gifted Brothers. Then we got back to Cool Out Crew because that's what we liked, and we had a DJ named Grandmaster Case, you know, who was our DJ and also a beat maker, and we played. We got together, we write rhymes, and he would do the beats, and he would cut. He was he was one of the baddest DJs in Hollis. And we played at the roller skating ring. We, we win first prize. You know, we did a lot of things. We, we'd go to Jamaica Park, which is a big park in Hollis, Queens, where they used to have um, block parties. You could always hear the block parties from your, from where you were. Mm-hmm. And you go up there, and... Uh, they like they hook up the the, the electricity to the to the poles of the street. Had the turntables, the DJs. They got the crates of records. Uh, Irv Gotti, um, that was a murder. Uh, was it murder Inc. Murder Inc. Murder Inc. He was a DJ. He was about fifteen years old then, and he was DJing there. And uh, we'd have uh, 
the beatbox from um, uh, the guys on uh, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon show. What's the name of that group? A Jimmy Fallon show. But he was one of the biggest uh, beatboxers that were there. We used to have all kinds of people coming down, performing and having a good time. You know, it was, it was dope. It was dope. You know, even I got on the mic one time because this kid named Romeo, he used to wear this green Adidas suit. It was like a mint green Adidas suit with dark green lines. You know, it wore this everywhere. It had his hair in braids. And all, hey, Romeo, Romeo. And I didn't know they know who we were. You know, people mess with us, call us Run DMC, the Fat Boys, you know. But we was always dope. We was always chilling, you know. Um, so he came with his crew. Yeah, he had the Hollis crew. Yeah, whatever. And um, he was like, yeah, he says, yeah, yeah, you guys rhyme. Because they knew about us. Because he knew I went to school with his girlfriend, mm -hmm. you know. And she's like, you know, he sounds like Luther Vandross when he sings. And that, oh, that's why that motherfucker was like that. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. You know, it's always the pretty boys. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, we, we performed and we had a great time and it was fun. It was fun, you know. And then how, I guess how did things elevate as you grow there in, in, within music? Well, after uh, me, and, me and Cool D were rhyming, uh, we would send out our demos to different radios, uh, different record companies. What you do is you go in the back of an album cover and you can see the address. So we'd get a demo, we'd put it in the envelope and we'd send it to that address. And so one day we're chilling and we got a we got a letter back from Zakia Records, and Zakia Records is the home of uh, Eric B and Rakim. I was like, we're on the same label as Eric B and Rakim, you know. And they said we had a song called Hollis Queen, Hollis Ave, and then uh, they wanted us to make another one. So something happened with my DJ, and that was that was it. That was it. You know, we just I don't know what happened after that. All we needed was another song, but you know. I laugh because I remember you explaining it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> I guess that's for the behind the scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, uh, <laughs> but um, the thing is, and after that, time went on, and I was hanging out with some friends from high school, and the guy said, yo, Sean, because he knew I sang like Luther Vandross, because that that's what my go-to voice was, you know? And uh, they were saying, yo, Sean, um. I have a friend, he has a band, they need a singer. I said, yeah, so what kind of band? It's a rock band. I said, so that's from high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was coming out, I was out of high school. But it was, in high school, in high school, I was just singing, like, I, you know, I just sang. You Were know. you that person that just sang every chance you got? No, 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 no. I wasn't thirsty like that. <laughs> you know people who can sing, they just no, no, there was some people. Can. This guy I remember, Clarence, and he was in a gospel choir. Man, this guy could sing. He could do those. Ah, but he knew who I was. But he's just like, okay, so you sing what you sing, all right? <laughs> you know. But it was it was great, and uh, I sang. We 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 did a talent show in high school, and me and this girl, Frances Legalia, we sang. Um, Whole government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pieces. Shout out to Frances Legalia out there. Um, her name has changed by now, but she knows who she is. But uh, you know who you are. <laughs> you know, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you, girl. Girl. <laughs> so we said a song, uh, "Born Again," and everybody we got up there and come bring me your softness, and people just went nuts. It was the whole place was like, ah. mm. that was. I was nervous though. I was like. And said, Come on, Sean, sing it, Sean. Like, awesome. But it was good. It was good. We had a great time, and that was fun. That was good. Yeah, that was dope. That so, was dope. Um, I wanted to talk about your like your rock era. 
Mm. <laughs> and then living that lifestyle of uh, touring and things like that. Uh, so yeah, getting into like your rock era of your life. You're like drinking three things at a time. Well, this is water, man. I, I know, but I'm just you good over there. Yeah, I'm just giving water because I need to balance it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you AA? Like <laughs> your Hi. business, man. Hi, my We're name talking is John. rock and roll. You'll tell me stop drinking, Dad. <laughs> Messing my podcast up. Okay. <laughs> That's like yeah, that's how I sound too. Oh. Bro, put more juice in there. Mm. James, he's the Karen of the night. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, laughing, James, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> we love you, James. Anyway, <laughs> about your your rock life. Okay, I showed Ernie the, uh, some of the YouTube videos as a recent. Oh, yeah, dude, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, that's crazy. He's like, is this on Spotify? <laughs> no, there were some of the songs that you guys were performing, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually yeah, really good. We played good. the CBGBs, it was awesome. Yeah, man. I noticed that. I saw the headers in the back, and I was yeah. like, holy shit, the CBGBs. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Yeah, man. Let's see what video games What you want to know? I guess it's more for Ernie, because I know a lot. But yeah. yeah. How are the groupies? So this isn't just like... Oh, damn. You just skipped the whole, the whole mayonnaise well, on the let, sandwich. Well, let, let's, get, let's yeah. get the fun part out of the way first. Yeah, how, yeah. how are the women? Oh, later on. Yeah, totally dope. When we did England. We did England, man. We had 1,200 people there, 200 women backstage. It was dope. Humble brag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, all the, all the pop rocks you can enjoy. <laughs> so my, if my math was correct, there was a thousand men. There was t- 1,200. 200 women backstage. Amen. A thousand men. <laughs> I told her I was a, I did like a, this one girl. So I said, yeah, I do like a, I'm like a clown. And I do like balloon elephants. So I had a bag of balloon elephants, and that was the end of that night. A man of all trades. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but that just jumping all over the place. You want to? I mean, what, what do you want? Uh, so, were there any moments where it was just like somebody was like a really big fan of yours that stood out to you? Like someone stopped you or something and was like, "Oh my God, you're this guy." Oh no, no, no! It wasn't like that. It was always it was always dope. You know, it wasn't that that. At least I don't know. You know, I don't, if I was sleeping, somebody's looking through my window. I, <laughs> I don't know. But it was all good, man. I think at that time, it was more like group. It wasn't like individual pers- people within the group that people would be fans of. It's more of like people are fans of the group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people are yeah, fans of the group, definitely. It was, but the greatest thing was, it's like one day we were in the studio out in Rockaway, and we said, let's, let's go to this guy. I said, yo, you guys want to come to a party? We said, yeah, we'll go to a party. We went to this... It was a had a stage and like people, and there was some band just jamming the scene. They go, they were playing something really crazy, and so we came in there, and the guy said, "You," he said, "Yo, this is my friend. You know, he plays in a band." And my 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 friend Mike, who plays the bass, says, "Yeah," he says, "You guys want to play?" And I said, "All right, let's play." I said, "What do you want to do?" So he said, "All right, we're gonna do um, we're gonna do uh, uh we're gonna do some Kiss, uh, we did some Jimi Hendrix, uh, we did some Ozzy." Uh, War Pigs, we did War Pigs. Place went crazy. It was yeah. it was unbelievable, you know. And I like I would I would mimic his voice, you know. You know, <laughs> it was just dope. It's like what you get is what you see, you know. And people were like, oh shit, man, that's awesome, man. You guys are awesome. <laughs> but it was, and then they will just jam because I I could make up words off the top, you know, like I was rapping. Yeah. But I do the you know with the music, same old thing. Just change change your cadence a little bit, but. Uh, I got up there and I started doing that and people just, and I would make up 
like a, a choruses. They would go in the choruses. Who's that song by? I said, no, I just made it up. And it was, oh yeah, it was it was awesome. Drinking wow. Jack Daniels and it was it was fun, man. What a great time. Girls were cool. Sounds Everybody like was cool. All the time. Yeah, man. It was always a party. It wasn't about too about us, you know. It was you know. Just so you know, this was before the dad life, guys. He's responsible. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's yeah. You know, it was, it was insane. It was insane. And Do you then, miss it at all? No, because I, I went through it. You know, it was cool. It's cool. You know, uh, I think all of it now. Now it's coming to you, and and, and what my and Ernie's doing too. So it sounds you guys are just getting that vibe of 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 energy of music. You pass it on, mm-hmm. you know, and they just look back and go, look what I've created, <laughs> you know. The seed has made the tree. The tree has made the the leaves and the branches and the E-I-E-I-O, you know. <laughs> you know, but it's all good. Then go with his name, oh. Uh. <laughs> so then I had another question as far as, like, um, with music in general, where did you grab some of your inspirations from? Um, I think growing up in my house, uh, my brother was a DJ, and he would play a lot of, like, he used, to, he used to be a DJ at the garage. Um, he would go to the Red Parrot. These are so, these like, you know, it's like, I'll house you, boom, boom. I'll house you. You know, just that, that boom, 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 boom. And um, I would hear that. And my mother would play a lot of Ray Charles, Nancy Washington, Nancy Wilson. Um, there was the Jacksons, the Michael Jackson. We used to stand in the living room doing a uh, dancing machine. Dancing, dancing, dancing. Dun, 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 dun. Dancing machine. You know, we just do that and we'd entertain entertain ourselves with lots of music. You know, it was it was dope. Oh, it was man. dope. Music is life. My uncle used to take me to go see uh jazz. I wasn't into jazz. It was just too what's up, baby? It's groovy. How's everything with you? <laughs> you know, I'd be running around pressing the pianos. He said, you know, you know what that is? And he'd tell me some big name. I'm like, I don't know. You know, playing some guy's xylophone and this guy named Dwight, he was one of the baddest xylophones ever. And I'm playing on this thing, he's showing me how to play it. It was, it was dope. It was dope. You know. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Damn. Cool out crew. I got I got stuck for a second. I'm sorry, hold on. Mm-hmm. What uh, oh, I'm gonna say something. What I'm gonna say, Dad. Do you think like when it comes to like music, it's important to study, uh, like past because that was a lot of things people used to tell me when I used to start rapping. It's like, oh, you need to study music from just the past and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't even study in school. Like, mm. How am I gonna study when I do something I enjoy? Yeah, I mean, no, not at all, not at all. Because what you are now is what you're gonna become. You know, as far as the music, like now you were born in the part where it was hip hop, mm. and this style now. I don't know what this, the is it trap? <laughs> I guess you yeah, Okay, so you're going from 90s hip-hop to trap. So I see when you rhyme, you can flip it and freestyle it, do whatever you want. You know, you're born in, in two different, you know, multiverses or multi-worlds, whatever you call it. But yeah, whatever it is. But yeah, man, it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Don't try to go back. Go forward. Give respect to the back, but yeah. You know, I don't know. Honestly, I do like older music. Like, I don't know. I can't, I don't like new rap nowadays. Or not as much as I like older rap. Why? I don't know. It's just all the lyrics are the same. Yeah, yeah. There's no creativity in the the storytelling anymore. Uh, Like, it's hard to come across that nowadays. You You have to work, yeah, Yeah. you got to work harder. If you you still want to bring back the boom bap, you got to work harder and make it fit. It's still there. It's still there. Because, I mean, once that music, this music trap goes, it's going to come back around again. There's a circle. It's a cycle, man. Yeah, man. Exactly. So when it comes to go, when it comes again, just be ready for it. Just with a new flavor to it. You know. 
I've seen a lot of older things coming back. Like, I, I definitely don't, can't remember off the top of my head anything, but there's like some things when I'm like doom scrolling on Instagram, I'll be like, yo, this is an old trend. Or mm. like, oh yeah, the fucking stanky leg dance mm. about how on TikTok they're not doing it right. Uh, they're not doing like the real stanky leg. But a lot of things right now is uh, there's a lot of samples of old uh, songs. Yeah, that too. Like, like the Coilovari song is an old sample, is an Ice Cube song, I believe. Do you think that's just, that's just being safe? Uh, I mean, you're gonna go with familiar sound. Familiar sounds is what gets gathers everybody. Because if you make a song that's on an old beat, uh, older generation is gonna enjoy it too because so it's something if, they're used to. So if you do a rhyme over the electric slide, is that gonna be too much? You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Remember the one rap that I had that was on a Busta Rhymes uh, old type of beat? Right, 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 right. It was enjoyable because people who <coughs> were there at that time also remember that song. Sure, sure, sure. Definitely, I can understand that. I mean, I'm not complaining about old things coming back. Yeah. Again, I enjoy them better. Just don't keep it the same. Switch what it makes? Up. Uh, let me yeah. ask you both. Uh, what makes a great song to you? Like the 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 architect of making a great song that you've heard that you like that style and. Well, I mean, <clears throat> there's songs that give me goosebumps and songs I enjoy. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to songs I enjoy, I just like something creative and unique. I don't like like copy paste stuff, you know. Right. So if it sounds too familiar from the same person, if it sounds like the same thing that they're saying, I'll just be like, you, know, you, you said this last time. Yeah. Like, I don't really mean to call out a rapper, but like Logic, I feel like his last two albums were like copy-paste just with different beats on the end. Mm. And I was just like, that was a big turnoff for me, and I just haven't really looked out for any new music from him in a while. So the Logic just always has to let you know he's white and black. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly that. Well, it's like, wow. it kind of gets annoying. Like, okay, mm. I get you want to like show your colors and stuff, but like, come on, dude, you can't do every single song. Like, yeah. at least 80% of his albums is just at least five lines. How many albums song. did it work for? One. Oh. <laughs> wow. Like... I remember uh, what was his like biggest like first album. It was the one before the Incredible True Story. That that blew him up, and then Incredible True Story came out. But everybody was so focused on the hype from his previous album that that one sold well. And then after that, it was kind of just like boom bap trap, and Mm. it didn't work out well. And then the one after that was the same thing. Mm, So anything repetitive is just not ideal for me. Hmm. But then it's also like back to music history where you like sample some older beats or something like with new age rappers. If they sample something old, like what you said, hearing a familiar sound is always nice. Yeah. It's like that ear candy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like I like the older styles because they just had a, a certain flow to them. And it mm-hmm. wasn't like they weren't trying to impress anybody. They were just going off on storytelling like uh, Slick Rick. Mm. And MF Doom, mm. I would say, lyrically speaking, two of the most underrated storytellers mm. of all time. Oh, Slick Rick was definitely exactly. Yeah, he gave birth to Daly, uh, Damon Daly, damn, <laughs> Damon Dame. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And then um, <laughs> you just know when you mess up, you go. I still say the wrong name. <laughs> damn, yeah, Dame. Is it Damn it, Damn it, Damn. But yeah, man, it's just older sounds are nicer to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's yeah, a preference. Funny topic I got for you. I don't know if you ever remember this day, but I was really young, right? And I already knew, and I just really wanted to test you to see how you would answer. Mm. Uh, one day, we were, in, we were in Hollis. I remember we was crossing the street from a deli that we went to, not too far away from the tunnel. And I was like, Dad, how are babies born? Just to message you to see how your response <laughs> Yeah, right. What'd I say? Uh 
You just like, oh, we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was really that young. sticks just, in his head. Because <laughs> it was just a funny moment for me because I wanted to test you to see how like, you respond to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. The weirdest core moments, bro. <laughs> yeah. My dad never had to talk with me, so, you know. Yeah. It was. Really? It felt good. So no, you no. never had the talk. Nah, man. Well, now's the that better time. Something, that something like you thought to do as like having a son. I or? think me and your mother talked about that. Wait, and I just hold on. Is that really something like Wait. parents talk about? No. Like I, as far as like, should we do it? Should we not do it? Because it's, kids get very embarrassed very quickly. So you gotta kind of do it when you know it has to. Be, it has to connect somehow. I look, come here, son. Let me tell you about the. You know, let me tell you about vagina. <laughs> <laughs> It was so, a girl one time, right? No, I'm just... Let's tell you about Ussie. So if you were going to have the bubbles. That, Sorry. If you were going to have that talk with him, how would that go down? I want to see how that would like play out. It's going too late. Give him the yeah. talk right now on the pod, so that way all the youngins out there can sit down for the talk. When two people love each other. Does right? you take it in the butt? Sorry. <laughs> how about that? Go tell your mother I said that. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, that's funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. We're reloaded. But yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was. Um, I've never had that talk either. I think. Actually, Do you think you sh- you're gonna my have that brother talk? had that talk with me? Do you think you're gonna have that talk with your daughter? Oh, that's <laughs> what I'm scared for. I plan on fucking with her. If I'm there for her first period, and we be like, oh, <laughs> we gotta take you to the hospital. Get cut. <laughs> What? What's so funny? <laughs> <There's a wrong laughs> what? She's stupid. I'm so lost. You said, Why are you laughing so hard? Hey, yo. It's my daughter. <laughs> hey. <laughs> when she's experiencing. Oh God, I'm like, yo, are you going to talk to you, give your daughter the talk? <laughs> okay, now I understand. I apologize. I didn't mean it that way. I swear. I think oh, after God. I speak, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Choose your words wisely, bro. I'm not a, you scared me for a second. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But <laughs> no, I don't even feel like continuing. No, I don't. Anyways, <laughs> I, 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 one of my I best wanted friends. to prank her. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Into thinking she was dying. <laughs> because it Damn, be funny. What a segue. <laughs> if you do this, you're going to die. No. Like, Say your math she's again. having her first period, uh. if I'm the one that she has to come to for guidance for that, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, you're dying. We got to take you to the hospital. <laughs> That's not good, bro. Exactly. It's funny. She's going to panic. Traumatic. Yeah. That was my first period. I don't period. know. It'd be funny. <laughs> that was my first period. Math. <laughs> but yeah. God, I'm bleeding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get a I, Band-Aid. I guess I won't do that. You guys, commenters, or anybody watching, how, how should I handle that? I I'm actually go to her mother. I'm scared. What if it happens on my watch? I mean, but also, I feel like <laughs> on, either, I mean, I, maybe you can do it if you speak with the mother, but y'all should probably explain to her what that is, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely sit together and talk about. I that. mean, she's only five. I mean, so obviously, I got right time. Now. Yeah, I mean, can I ask you a question? Young, though, it happens like seven, eight. I hope not. I thought they were teaching that stuff in school already. I mean, I learned Periods? about it in high school. I don't think they teach about that in school. I learned about it. So in many high things school. are going. Yeah, really. Oh, because so many things going on. People say they teach certain things in school. Uh, 
I don't know if that's a, uh, what do you call that? Um, when it's not true and uh, conspiracy? Uh, conspiracy, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get into that. That stuff is crazy. No, I learned that in high school, like junior year. I had a whole sex class. You know, yeah, it's funny. They called I'm me the pussy junior. master because I aced the pussy quiz. It was funny. It was just a pop up quiz. Fifteen questions. I got a hundred percent. Pussy quiz. Everybody huh? else got like three questions right. Even the girls. I was like, you don't know where your fucking labia is, bro. Mm. Point it out right now. You know there's two holes, one for the squirt, one for the pee. Boom. <laughs> but yeah, man. Good times. Yeah. I'm scared to have that conversation though. I kinda wish I had a son. But you know the thing about girls, you just want to make them tough. So like no guy's gonna step to them and they're gonna fall for them. Nah, you... she just needs to know I got her back. Yeah. I feel like she she's she'll learn from her own mistakes. I don't wanna be the one to breathe down her neck. I don't wanna be the way my mom was with me, you know. I didn't get to experience anything because I was trapped. But like you experienced a lot, bro. Yeah, but I had to. What did I have to do? <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> At what cost? Ernie, what what about like not just sex, but telling her about guys that have game and what guys will say to you to get whatever they want from you? I mean, yeah, that's probably bigger than the sex talk. She would have to learn that on her own, though. Yeah, yeah. I would tell her, I'd be like, look, not everybody's out for your best interest. Right, right. Eventually, she'll have to learn on her own. Do you need me to be Will Smith from Bad Boys? She gets picked I, up got from I got you. I got you. And the 50 Cent thing with the... Know. the 50 yeah. Cent yeah. <laughs> but mix them up. When you, when you bring them to the garage, there's a bunch of guys that's working out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, nah, but I feel like... I, I baby want, oil. Sorry. <laughs> I do want to be the one that she comes to for questions like that. I don't mm-hmm. want her to feel like... She sure. can't talk to me How about do you that do that stuff? as a parent to make like your kids comfortable enough to tell you anything? Be cool with like, them to begin with. Do you think you have with. to like, relate to them, like their age? I mean, like, when, did you, you think you gotta do it? when did you start opening up to your parents about the kind of stuff you were doing? Never. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever be like a full transparency on but the stuff that like you I, do. Some, like, sometimes I think I'm more open with my dad than my mom. Because my dad is more, in a sense, more emotional than my mother. Yeah. As far as understanding emotions. But I I don't I really don't I don't think I don't really share much of my stuff with anybody to be honest. Mm. I'll be telling everybody everything. Yeah, because the only thing is because like I feel like people use that against you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even no yeah. matter how close people are, you don't know how what's gonna happen the next day. So why are you living in fear, man? I'm not living in fear. I just, but sometimes you don't want to tell people everything because you might change tomorrow. Yeah, and they'll hold you back. You said yesterday. No, I didn't contradict myself. I'm always contradicting myself. That's how I learned. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like how people when they're when they talk to you about their significant others about all the bad things they do, but the next day they're happy with them. Yeah, yeah. So that's how people are. So you can't mm, get pissed off. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Sometimes though. Sometimes sometimes it's fishy. <laughs> you know. No, I've got bad bad luck. You said with you were gonna give me my money today, but why you, now you ain't got it today. That's mm. that's that's the reason. Give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. I did want to ask, how'd you go from music to being a chef? Like, is that something that happened over time or was it like an immediate change? Um, I think growing up, I always, uh, like my mother would cook and I would always grab the pots and watch it. Like she would drop the onion peels and I put it in a pot with water and I go, look what I made, ma, look what I made. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, the sister used to bake. So I used to watch her bake. You know, so I used to watch him cook and everything. But I, I didn't really have a love for it. I just, I just, there was something about it that I really liked. And um, <clears throat> then I learned how to make oatmeal cookies. That was a good thing. And then as pe- time goes on, I met James's mom. Mm-hmm. 
And she was cooking. I was like, I got to learn this style of cooking. <laughs> it, you know, it just blew my mind. It was, you know, Puerto Rican cooking. You can't, you know, there's nothing to top that. <laughs> you know, she made me some pig feet and and white rice with the with the with the lentil beans and the sauce. Man, come on, no, you know no, it's no. crazy. But from there, it just it just was part of the ingredient that gave me that 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 uh, that dish I wanted that 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 dish I wanted to make. You know, yeah, you know. But it was it was great. From cool. there, I just learned and learned and watched and be cool with really good people that you know that could help me. You know. And just keep cooking. It's something I'm not going to stop doing because I love it. I love doing it. I wanted to bring this up because I mentioned this in like in the last podcast, one of the old podcasts. We had like a conversation about like ginger rolls in the house and whatnot. Hmm. And I was like telling, I think Ernie, I was like, growing up, like I didn't have the traditional father in the sense of like, I need to go home, watch the game, drink a beer and chill. I was like, no, my dad was, he wanted to be creative. He wanted to draw. He wanted to help me with my homework. He wanted to cook. He was cleaning like... Yeah, yeah. That's not how most people would view a, a father would be in a sense because yeah. some fathers have to be really hard and things like that. Yeah. So like growing up, I tell people like, no, it was like my dad was very creative and he was. So that's why I never view like, oh, the woman has to clean, cook, and all that because of how I grew up when my dad was there type thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just want to mention that because we talk about that in one of the old pods. Yeah, yeah. That's like I said, everybody's different. You know, I just always what I wanted to show him and show Johnny, um, my brother. What what you know, what what a man's supposed to be like? Not not uh, separating, but there is like I said, the yin and yang of of everybody. A male has a different kind of energy. A mother brings a different kind of energy, and they both work together. You know, so you don't have to go up to be the man like I'm the best. You do what I say. Beat on my chest. No, yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta create each other. That's that's you know, you come over every day, same guy, same guy. You say, you're with your wife, she's going to get bored. If you're creative, you, come, you, you do something different, she's like, oh, wow. You know, spontaneity is the key of great relationships. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, spontaneous. Learn. Learn. <laughs> I'm getting dad lessons from a guy that's not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all right, man. It, it takes a village to raise a child, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's facts, you know? So it's just, it's just love, man. And make fun. Have things fun. If it's not fun, then why do it? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I remember when his mother said, "You know, I'm gonna have a." She said, "Sean, I'm gonna have a baby." I said, "What?" She showed me the papers, green paper. I said, "Really?" I said, "Wow!" And then I, every night I would sing, "Row, row, row your boat." I just I had no other songs to sing. I was singing <laughs> to to the belly. And he would kick. And he would kick, 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 kick. Well, I yeah. guess we can like mention a story about uh, how doctors say I wasn't gonna. Oh do, man, that, that was that. that was that was that was wild. So. Um, I think my mother, no, my mother, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> my mother was pregnant of you. And- <laughs> That's for another story, another time. Um, no, my, uh, my son's mother and I, uh, while James was, uh, in her womb, uh, we went to the doctor and he says, uh, I can imitate his voice. <laughs> I can try to imitate his voice. Okay, sure. Uh, I don't know. Is it racist? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> We got another clip. <laughs> Maybe you said back in 2023, Sean, before you came president. Um, <laughs> no, but he says, I, I want to tell you that I feel that um, your son has a hole in his spine and he will not be able to walk. So we looked at each other. Don't remember the trip from 
the hospital home, but we were home. We sat on, the, we sat on each side of the bed, away from each other. I think we cried a little bit, and that was it. One day, she was laying down, and his mother says, she used to say, you know, your son wants to smell you. And she would like put her nose on me and smell, like, that's weird. You know, <laughs> this one's weird. So one day I was like, I was like singing like a some song or whatever, and he kicked. I said, Oh, he's gonna walk. <laughs> and then we went and then when he was born, I looked at that doctor right in his eyes. Oh bastard. In your face. Yeah, I could have we could have been rich. We could have been up right now. Why didn't y'all sue? <laughs> Huh? Honey <laughs> K, right there. Huh? Sue the doctor right there. Honey K started off life would have been set. Would have been born into a rich family. We would have been great. Then you wouldn't have been rhyming right. I would have been rhyming about money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I got three cars. What you about? <laughs> what your mama got? Oh my I can't God. tell if this is focused on me or not. Oh, it is. All right, copy. Oh, excuse me. But I mean, I guess with that, I also wanted to ask like. Because I am older now, how would you view like fatherhood as a whole? I guess y'all can both, I mean, because your daughter's only yeah. about to turn five. Yeah. And I, obviously I'm an adult now. How would you view fatherhood as a whole? Like, did you want, did you want it to be different from you growing up? How did you want to take on fatherhood? Only thing I wanted different was the learning process. I hated learning when I was at home because everybody was trying to teach me at one time different ways, yelling, screaming. And it made me frustrated not want to learn anything at all. Mm. So with you, I said, you know, I got to make it fun. So I'm drawing sunshines and birds and anything to make you go, I like doing this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing, I think, raising a child, just just love them. Be honest to them because they see right through all the bullshit. You know, I remember one time, I'm, you know, I'm talking about James again. Um, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he says, um, hey, Dad. He says, listen, and we're, we're waiting for the bus. And he's, he was 14. And he said, the soul, he said, Dad, uh, listen, let me ask you something. He says, listen, if you want me to trust you by me telling you things, he says, you cannot go back and tell mom what I said. Boy, a grown ass man, like, I, I felt like, damn. <laughs> Yo, and I was just like, you're right, son. He said, oh, no, it's no cool. No, it's all right. It's all right, Dad. Cool. You know, it's the same face. It's okay, Dad. That's <laughs> all right. I said, I'm sorry, man. He says, all right, no problem, man. He said, we good. And that was it. And then we, make it, we made up our handshake. And that was funny. We were sitting out there making up our Remember we were making up our handshake? Mm -hmm. It was funny. But, Dad, that was, that was cool. So I wait for the moment that he saw some shit. And I'm going to say, oh, okay, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, when they fall in love, they, they, they forget everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sending shots. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? It did. No. That sounds like it'd be fun. I don't know. <laughs> You're just so depressing. Your dad is there. Call him, bro. I feel like in Austin Powers, daddy wasn't there. <laughs> dad, just so you know, don't know. Just in case you don't know, because yeah. you mentioned in another episode, right. his dad was in jail most of his life. Oh, okay. Yeah. And when he got older, his dad came out. Up until oh, really? I was okay. 17, homeboy surprised me. You still keep in touch? No. <laughs> Damn, I thought it was a good ending. I <laughs> mean, I reach out every now and again, but I'm bad with that. Is it because of you or because of him? It was probably because of me. I'm a uh, piece of shit. <laughs> so what the hell are you crying about? But it's kind of hard when you don't have communication with somebody for so long. 
and then you have to try to keep this communication with somebody. Like bad enough, I barely call relatives that don't call me. I totally you understand. Totally understand that. Totally understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like trying to have to like you're trying to force a relationship that wasn't there. Right. But I am. I am. Do you up do you more. see him in, like when you talk to him? Do you have have you seen him face to face? Uh, yeah, I've seen him in person. Does before. he remind you of yourself? No. Really? Oh. Yeah. Wow. No, nah, he's like hardcore Dominican. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, bald too. He's oh. funny. Are you Dominican? Yeah. Okay. Apotabien? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the new Dominican. <laughs> he's a fake Dominican. All right, we're back from our little uh, break here and stuff. <clears throat> Cholo Ernie. Cholo Ernie. Um. So yeah, to to finish up, uh, I just had questions like as far as like the the chef thing. Um, was there? A time where you were just afraid to do it, but you overcame that fear and just did it anyways? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you have no choice. You know, if you're somewhere and the place is moving, you know, and you're standing there, and you're like, uh, you feel like you're going to throw up because you're so nervous. Let's go. Let's go, big guy. Let's go. Got to go. Even if you don't know what the hell you're doing, make it look like you know what you're doing. You know, <laughs> just you look at people. It. Yeah, look at people do things and just... You know, it should be, you know, it's just, that's the beauty of it. Half the time, like I said, I would never go on the line. I couldn't handle the line. And people said, dude, if you're ever going to cook, you got to go on the line. If you don't go on the line, what are you going to, I mean, you just want to be pretty? What are you doing? You can't just do it like that. And then I got on the line. It wasn't as hard as I thought it was. I was like, oh, I was thinking, you know, this, that, and the third. It was, it was dope. And, you know, uh, it's like with cooking, um, I've been to fancy places. I've been to places that weren't so fancy, where I I could do whatever I wanted to do. But I like I like I like I like the atmosphere of of crowds. You know, it's still the rock and roll. You know, I like the, it's you the know, rock star heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like boom, you <clears throat> you walk through, and especially if you're working in a kitchen, and it's like. See, there's like uh, 10 other chefs, and they're coming from different places, oh, sous chefs or whatever, just a bunch of people. They're working. Uh, and when you have creativity, you're always, you, hey, Sean, hey, Sean, hey, Sean. You know, it's like a lot of them just stay by the book. You know, they, they you know, Michelin chef kind of things and working for Wolfgang Puck and working for, you know, uh, you know, the guy that comes on TV, I forget his name, from Hell's Kitchen. And I'm just, I just come from all over the place. So what I don't have, I know what to use instead of, you know, that's the best thing about cooking. If you don't have something, try to make something else match that. You have to learn that. It's like the science of- Work with what you got. Yeah, you have to. You know, um, and, and it's cool because people say, you sure I can use it? Yeah, because if you don't have this, you can use this. And they go, oh, I never thought about that. And these guys are chefs. I mean, you think they know everything, mm-hmm. you know. But then you meet some guys that are like, you know, I'm cutting- can you stop making all that noise? You meet all these different chefs, so you have to have a thick skin. Not really. I look at people like cartoons sometimes, so it doesn't bother me as much. I'm like, why is he yelling at me like that? What's, you know? And then I'll say, uh, yeah, ask me something. I said, ah, I just listen, Sean. I want you to go over to do it, so you want to, ah, don't talk back. I'm like, okay, you know. It's 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 silly. It's like the little spoiled brats. A lot of egos in the kitchen. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. And sometimes when, when you're quiet and you don't act like you have an ego, it's even scarier to people because they create it in their own mind. And they're like, yo, dude, I thought you were an asshole. I said, 
Why would you think I was an asshole, man? I'm cool. You need to know something. I got you. You know, yeah. kings and queens fix each, you know fix each other's crowns, as they say. You know, so I, I'm not trying to put nobody down. I wanted to ask you this, Dad. If you had to choose, because I know you do both. If you had to choose to either be a baker or a chef, which one would you choose and why? I would find a fusion between the two. No, 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 no. That's not <laughs> I make biscuits with steak in it. <laughs> if you had to choose between either or, can you make like, and second question, can you make like custom cakes like they make on shows and stuff or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I take my time, I can. But they use something called fondant, which is a whole bunch of stuff. What I do is I go more organic. I take marshmallows and I put them in a bowl, a little bit of water, put them in a the microwave, and they get really soft. And I take it out and I whip it up. And you take some conf um, confection sugar and you put it in there and you whip it till it gets tighter. Oh, sorry. It gets tighter and you can put colors in there if you want. And then boom, boom, boom. And that's your fondant. You roll it out. You get your cake. You lay it over your cake. But it's just marshmallow. Same thing, same idea, you know, less work. And if you need it done then, you got it done like that. Learn shortcuts. So, yeah, if you had to choose between chef or... Oh, damn. <laughs> or baker. Just trying to avoid it. <laughs> uh, dun, dun. Stumped them with this one. Yeah, because... I I I I'm a sh I, I cook like I'm I'm baking because I like measurement, and with baking you always measure, so it's always one bleeds into the other, you know. Um, you still answers for both. I, I I just cook, I guess cook. I'm sad because I'm chopping off my arm, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to cook though? Oh man. Like if you could make one meal perfectly and enjoy doing it, what meal would it be? Let's get the rundown. Stumped them again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got him. Well, there's certain things that I do and that's it. It's I'm not fixing them, I'm not changing them. They're at its peak and that's it. Yeah. You know. So what would that be? <clears throat> uh, salmon croquettes, shrimp croquettes, um, my fried chicken, uh, my lasagna, my spaghetti, my uh, salmon. I cook at the right temperature with juice. You know, it's like it's great when you can eat meat and don't need nothing to drink because there's enough juice in there to, to, you know, savor. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just a love. It's just, it's you know, anything, anything new. There's things out there I want to try, like ostrich and you know, do crazy things like that. Mm. You know, where do you even buy that? Uh, what's that big store in the city? Um, it's a big uh, supermarket. It's called, um, and they sell everything. You, it's a fancy. It's a fancy supermarket. Oh, no, I go to Sea Town. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody out there knows what it is. Yeah. Let us know in the comments what's that. Yeah, thing? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Any more questions? I'm good on this side. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah. Um, yeah, let me see. So, Ernie, uh, when you started doing camera work, as you're doing now, you know, uh, by you saying that, you know, your life had been hectic and, and what made this calm you, what made this capture you and, and hold you, you know? Like people get on drugs and things like this, but what made you calm yourself down to do, for this to grab you and say, 
I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still on drugs. <laughs> okay. All right. But, well, at least it shares a platform <laughs> with drugs. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So I mean, I, I used to do a uh, different kind of talk show, podcast, whatever you want to call it. I did one before, and I I enjoyed the aspect of like interviewing people and having interesting talks with people. Learning I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Before about that, I mean the machine. The machine, the camera, the the oh, things the that camera itself. yeah, yeah, the cameras. Oh, the, before okay. all that, that's like way way back. Yeah, when I was that's like what I'm talking 14, about. Fourteen, I got my first Fujifilm digital camera. Mm. It was like a classic point and shoot. I don't even remember the model of it, and I got one uh, as like a hand me down from somebody, one of my mom's friends. Yeah, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna take pictures. And I remember I told you, and then that was when we were first hanging out too, and then we went to uh, Oval Park. With mm-hmm. Tabitha, and we were taking pictures. That was the camera that I had used that day. Mm-hmm. And then I remember my mom took me to like uh, the city. I forgot where, but it was like where the boats were. Intrepid. I think mm-hmm. it is. Wow. She took me there, and I was I brought the camera. I was taking pictures of the Brooklyn Bridge, wow. this and that. And like I don't know, from there I was always just like I like photography. Like to capture the moment is really cool. Yeah. And then it's like, also like. The Alzheimer's gene passed a generation, and I'm really scared it's gonna not pass anymore. So I'm just taking pictures to help my memory. Okay, whatever works. But yeah, yeah. That's that's how I started picking mm. up cameras. Well, that's good, man. That's that's beautiful because you have you found something that that stuck with you. That was your friend. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I've always been like a stargazer. I've always right. liked looking at the fucking skyline and right, the sunsets right. are like so beautiful in the summer. Mm-hmm. So stuff like You've that. You've been somewhere and said, damn, I wish I had a camera right now. This is like all the time for yeah. me. Like I'm always like, damn, yo, I wish I had my camera. The camera, camera that you have on you. Mm. Right? Yeah. Use your phone if you need to. Because no, I actually used to do some crazy thing. Like I, I remember um, like when I I used to get out of work some days and it'd be like golden hour, like sun is setting. Right. And I would like call my mom because I'd always have my camera in my bag out of work. So I called my mom one day and I was like, Ma, can I go to the roof? And then she was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just the skyline looks pretty and I want to take pictures. So she was like, sure, just be careful. Mm -hmm. So I didn't live with her at the time and I, I still went to her house. I went to the roof. Took pictures on there and it was like so nice. And I was beautiful. like, I still have those that's pictures. Well, that's and I look the first back thing at you, want, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least she asked. You right, know? right, right. Yeah. But like, I was like, and then after that time, I used to just ask her out of the blue. I was like, Ma, can I just come over and go to the roof? She was like, Yeah, sure. And then it became a point where I was just like going over there to say hi to her, kind of, and also like, that's cool. Take pictures she knew stuff. that you were safe doing something that keeps you alive and something you loved. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even on a rainy day, I was up there. Yeah, but, man. See, that's beautiful. Yeah, and something then, like, to live for. I, now I just bring my camera everywhere with me just right. in case, and it's cool because phones nowadays have like good enough quality cameras. But it's the to, same like, thing to up. hold the lens and and shoot and. Yeah, it's a lot different. You feel I feel more comfortable holding a camera with a fully manual lens now. Right, right. I can understand like, that. Yeah. I don't know, but you know that's old G cool. right there. That's it right there. I got another question for you, right? How did how did it feel for you to view me do like different creative things like not just only music but you know getting into video and getting into like I guess like because I try to act in certain things and I have before but it's like all all that realm like photos videos and things like that. Well, you know, you never you know you don't want to really talk about it. You're more of a, a do it kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know, Dad, I'm gonna do this. You might come and say, Dad, I got an idea. I want to do something. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I mean, because it's go cool. it's one moment where. <clears throat> We're sitting on the steps, and you write, and you show me your first rhyme you wrote, 
And the next day I'm coming, I'm going, I think you did that show. Where did I actually see you start doing camera work and stuff like that? Um, it was, yeah, I think it was that show where the, all the walls were white. Remember that? It was in Long Island City. Um, I did camera work. Yeah, it was. A, you did a live, a live stream. Um, I did my live show. Right, right, and then I just oh, saw you. I just, remember that? Yeah, I remember the way. What's the other brother's name? I forget his name. The other brother works with you. Does camera work? Eric. Eric. Yeah, I'm sorry. What's up, Eric? Peace. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, the way you were talking, all of you were talking to each other, and it was like it was like one person. It was it was dope, and it was like serious, but not like over. It was like I was like, wow, he's professional. He got, he got a crew too. I thought oh, that yeah, was maybe super... when we did the music video for Rolling Out. And even that was even that even blew my mind even more. I was like, look at the way they're just, they're just talking. It's just I was like, wow. It was I wasn't just proud of my son. I was just proud of the company he kept. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because it was like the same mind, but different souls and different energies, but yet coming together for a cause of cinematography. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I, I I love that. I love the connection. You know, you know. It's, I make kings, man. Kings and queens just just build and build and build. You know, it was so it was amazing. I, I was getting emotional then because I was like, wow. Because mm -hmm. I, I just love unity and I love when people try to make things better for life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're making a picture, so people go, oh, look at this picture, and they love that picture. It says oh, we were the ones that created that picture, so we're making you feel beautiful right now. Mm -hmm. We'll make you feel some type of way. That you want to change the world, so you bleed onto the next generation, you know. I, and I love it. I love it. I mean, I, man, I, I didn't know how to work a camera, but you had like nine different cameras. I mean, it's when back in the days when I was buying the styrofoam and put the lights through That's them. How I did my first light. <laughs> yeah. Put it through a styrofoam cooler. Really? Yeah, I put, put some light, styrofoam put coolers. I went to a Home Depot. I put some bulbs in there. I got some green oak tag. You know, in case you wanted to do, I didn't know what That's to do. That's cool. Yeah. You got me like poster board if I wanted to do green screen, a bunch of green poster board. Yeah, man. See, it's cool that you have that support with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I totally dope. Hey, it's okay, bro. <laughs> it's all right. Is it? We'll support you, is brother. Is it really? <laughs> but I, I did want to say, like, to see your like um, cinematography work come so far, like, dude, you've changed a lot and it's so impressive to see every and i will say every year because you do your happy birthday videos yeah. every single year is just better and better and better and not only in a music sense but in a video sense like dude Appreciate one it. of my favorite artists and how, it's not how, because we're related yeah how are the three of y'all different huh? how are the three of y'all different there's only two of us <laughs> <laughs> i'm still what's his name again <laughs> Same thing, same thing, same thing. What's the name again? Two of me. <laughs> I was trying to slip that in. I didn't think you were gonna catch that. <laughs> oh, what's my other brother's name? Eric. Eric. Hey, <laughs> peace, Eric. I'm stoned, brother. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, like you and Eric and and James, how are y'all different when it comes to filming, cinematography? Like. Because you're not on the same brain, but whatever you all have together works in yeah, unity. I mean, as far as Eric, he's not really a camera guy. He's a he's a more of a director, so he likes to like write the scripts and everything. Oh, okay. He doesn't really care to be in control of the camera. Right. He's more of just in control of the camera when I need him to do for my music videos. But mm -hmm. it's more like I let him know, like you should do this, do that. But if he could, he he would just direct and be a part of like creative director. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. He doesn't really care to be behind. I, the I said that's a bit. I said. I said, you're super dope, man. He was like, when, he was, when you did a club, uh, well, we did that really cool club that all, all the everything was blue, and we had the crowd. It was, it was whatever it was. It was a beautiful show. 
And you had your, your buddies working there, uh, other rappers. I can't remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The Vision uh, GP? No, that was the one we did. The um, um, the guy let you borrow his. Rec- he had a recording studio in the back. I think it was the Vision GP. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. We got Domino. Oh, yeah, when I was fell up the stairs. That's right, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that time. <laughs> fell up the stairs. That time. He fell up the stairs. These, yo, those pants were made of steel, man. <laughs> I went to the big and tall store, and those pants are hard. So I walked as a woman. I said, I can't believe I fell on my face. But anyway, <laughs> I was crazy. But man, was he, I, he didn't even laugh at me. He was like, yo, dude, you all right? I was concerned. I just fell. Just, I didn't use no hands or nothing. I just fell. Just like, let me hit the bricks. Blam. <laughs> yo. What do you do when someone just go head first? Yeah, I just, yeah. To themselves. I didn't even protect. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I didn't protect myself. I was like, I say, I guess so. It was nothing. like midway. He just took the L. <laughs> <laughs> And I was feeling my, I was feeling my hand like I got no bump I got no bump Oh my god I feel so bad He was caring a lot I watched him struggle I'm the I, no, I was thinking about his show man I'm like such a fan Of my son Yeah I, I, I get goofy I get goofy You know I get goofy I'm like oh shit But yeah It's it's crazy to see How far you've come yeah. And like As far as your question I would say like He's the creative side. I'm the help side, and Eric would be like the production side. Well, you're not a slave, but I mean, <laughs> no, no. I actually enjoy being like the help, like the lighting and stuff, setting up cameras. Like that was what but I. But you did know, you know the angles anyways. to do. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. So that was kind of my forte when I did do it professionally. And it's more like photo heavy rather than video heavy. Yeah. Right. Because I'm pretty sure everybody knows what everybody does and how they need each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's cool that we can all piggyback off each other. Sure. Because, I mean, it's all something that we deeply enjoy. Right, right. And I th- I'd say that's... Do you think there's another dimension, if you have one more person come in, uh, what that person can bring to what you guys are doing? The Another dimension of, of, what, of yourselves? Be honest, it's, it's I'd say we got... It's people sometimes. Like, if but our if schedules already... were working out and paralleled with each other, I'd say we'd got our team right there. Oh, okay, I got you. One, we two, have three. all the equipment we need. Like, we don't need to borrow anything You have nobody. all the equipment we need. But we all use it, so it's not yeah, like, yeah. I don't ever be like, no, it's mine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd say like just the three of us, mm. we'd make a perfect team, or not perfect, but we'd we'd get the ball rolling to where it's like we can let the momentum take over. Right, right, exactly. That's super dope. We just need to make more movies now, bro. Thanks. Yeah. Hold up, we need to make more short films. I don't want to say movies because I don't want nobody getting the wrong idea on things. But I love what you guys did that logo. Oh my god. It's so. It's let me tell you. Which logo? Which logo? Uh, the, the, the sugar plum flicks. The thing. Oh, yeah. The thing about that is, first of all, the that was every horror movie I've ever seen in my life, and plus now the that's even horror. Rubber. Those who don't know, I have a production company. And it's called Sugar Plum Flicks. My dad's the one who actually drew the logo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Superfly S. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that uh, the animation of the thing spinning. I did that back when I was in college. It was like a thing I just did for fun one day. That's really cool. And I utilized it when I did the reel this year. What kind of movie would you guys want to make? Like, if you if you were going to like uh, Oscar award winning an idea, like what would you do? Like a gangster drug dealer. Now I would want something relatable, like Pursuit of Happiness. Like that's something I would enjoy. Yeah, something that could be Some, relatable. Something heart wrenching. Like what? Like Pursuit of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Like that movie. Yeah, like like something along like the feeling of that movie. Okay, okay, okay. That's what's up. 
So like similar to like music, I want people to relate to it and. So you need somebody to write scripts. That'd be good too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric. Oh, he does that. He writes scripts. Shit! Look at that. Wow! Boom! First movie. I took, I took yeah, a man. class in college of script writing. I understand. Bro, I can't even write a poem. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a rebel. <laughs> Give him a Harley Davidson in a pack of Marlboros. I wish. <laughs> Get out of town, you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're getting to the end of it. We're already hitting like an hour, 17. Wow. Okay. But uh, I guess because we like to end it off, Dad, can you give a quote to end off the uh, podcast? Wow. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, life is rare. Life is strange. Nothing lasts. People change. Mm, Dash, Johnny B. Heard. That was a solid one. Uh-huh. Appreciate y'all watching episode 14. Episode right. 14. Episode 14 of the Sour Takes Podcast. If you want to reach us, we are Sour Takes on Instagram. And then on everything else, we're Sour Takes Podcast. Make sure to, you know, give the audio listen a like, give the video a like. It helps us out. Give some ratings on Apple Podcasts. Answer our questions that we have on Spotify. We want to connect with the viewers and the listeners as much as possible. That kind of makes this feel worth it when we can talk to people who aren't currently here, but yeah. can provide some answers and communication and things like that. And I definitely enjoy that. Um, but again, if you want to reach us, reach out to us. DM us. Our stories. always going to have some questions. Always going to have something for people to interact with. And we enjoy doing this, and we enjoy bringing this out. Just want y'all to enjoy it as well. Any yeah, anything man. to say? Um, I, I do want to say we have a lot of stuff planned, and we do need a lot of support. So I just want to ask, you know, guys, don't be afraid. Share with your friends. Like, comment, Thanks. share. A share yeah. is free. Yeah, right? And it helps us so much. Exactly. So, you know, if you see it, you enjoy it, like it, share it, give us feedback. with it's something that we strive for, mm-hmm. you know? Um yeah, big plan. And, and I just want to say thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for being on the, here. On the podcast. I really appreciate this. Thanks for hanging with me, Dad. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Thanks, my Dad. bottle of liquor? <laughs> Go slap it around. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys I, for watching. I appreciate it, man. And, it made me very comfortable. I thought I was going to be all nervous. Well, I also, you in my crib. I hope you feel comfortable here. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, episode 14. Appreciate y'all. Love, peace. We out. Later. Bye.